night and we are live. I hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. Do that all in Jesus' mighty name. All right, we're going to start off tonight. We've got a lot of things to get to. Of course, full 90 minutes of fury. Song ping video. I just put, I, I got this last minute before the start of the podcast. And I just had to include it because I want you to know what, first of all, let me, it's only like, it's only seven, seven, eight seconds long. But I want you to know what you're seeing here. Now, this is the Chinese implementing 15-minute cities. The reason why, of course, you got to have 15-minute cities is the existential threat of climate change. You know how the climate is always changing, and every time it changes, it validates their apocalyptic viewpoint that the climate is going to change into humanity's non-existence, which is what the globalist bourgeois leftist leaders actually want anyway. But anyway, so this the, the, the reason for 15-minute cities is so that everything's nice and close and you don't have to use your car anymore. Of course, the only problem is, is you'll be locked into your 15-minute cities. You won't be able to leave your 15-minute city to go over past another 15-minute city to go to your mom's 15-minute city if, if you've already used up all your passports for the year, which, of course, are all digitized on your phone, on your device, eventually in your right hand or on your forehead. So when you see this video, understand that the model of the world, the model of the bourgeois globalist elite, WEF, Democratic Party, the Bidens, the Obamas, all of those, the Oprah Winfrey's, is China. Now, none of them will ever live in a 15-minute city. None of them will ever eat crickets. They'll be, will be eating bug eyes while they eat ribeyes. We know all that because you'll own nothing and be happy. Notice that they didn't say we'll own nothing and be happy. They said you'll own nothing and be happy. In other words, they'll own everything, rent it to you through a one world commerce system with a singular access point. Well, they'll just cut off your access to those devices, to your house, to your groceries, to, to an airplane, any, any travel, anytime they want, whenever you violate their neo-globalist rules. So here's, this is a city inside of China, Songping video in the name of, for your good, Chinese citizens are losing their privacy and freedom. Notice everybody's still masked. Everybody's still masked. 37 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. Three years plus into 15 days to flatten the curve. They're all still masked, even though nobody in China, nobody in China is dying of COVID. And here's what's really interesting too. Nobody's dying of, of COVID inside of China because China, the Chinese never took an mRNA vaccination. Well, the dying of COVID, being hospitalized with COVID is now a vaccine side effect caused by antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome where you have absolutely no immune system. Everybody hospitalized with COVID, everybody dying of COVID right now, statistically speaking, is fully vaccinated. Why they're pimping and whoring, they're fifth bivalent. So here we are in Songping. This is, you know, the Bible says in Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. This is the leftist vision for you. I'm talking about your neighborhood Democrat, the Democratic Party, the world, the, the world globalist leftists, the Biden family, the, the DNC inside of America. This is their vision for you, not for them, but for you. Play for me, Will. Well, you drive up to a checkpoint, fully masked, fully masked. And, it, and now I, I believe Aaron told me this, that they have facial recognition technology that now is actually programmed to read your face with a mask on. So I'm, I'm looking over to my producer, Aaron, who's ignoring me. But anyway, no, he's, he's acknowledging, but he's busy. Uh, he's not there at my beck and call every second, which I'll have to fix tomorrow. But now they have actually programmed these computers and programmed this technology, this facial recognition technology, 
or even with a mask on because they want you permanently muzzled. It is a swastika for the globalist left that you are, you mark yourself. You notice they're still driving around. I pointed out to my wife yesterday, somebody drove by. Here in free Florida, somebody driving by me the other day with what looked like an N95 mask on. It was beyond a normal surgical mask. I'm like, three years into 15 days to flatten the curve. There he is, probably on a, probably took his fifth bivalent and driving down the road fully masked. So you, you in order, now this is what this is. This is, this is an actual 15 minute city where they live in 15 minutes, everything is at your beck and call. Even though there's a globalist shortage of, of healthcare, globalist shortage of doctors, nurses, and everything else, and many, of course, have been fired because they refused to take an mRNA gene-altering vaccine. It's not even a vaccine. It's a gene therapeutic. They refuse to take it, so we're, we're way down. I mean, you can't get a doctor's appointment in the UK six, eight months before you'll even get a phone call back. That's an absolute fact. That's their National Health Service, what they call their NHS. So right here in China, this is your 15-minute city. This is the goal. Now, this is being implemented inside the United States. Cleveland's doing it. Portland's doing it. Of course, it's happening in Canada. It's happening all around the world. They're going to try to sneak up on it, sneak up on us with it, where you suddenly live in a 15-minute city. You don't even know that it's been transformed to a 15-minute city until the gates go up where it's guarded by, a military, by a military personnel. Where you have to have what's facial recognition. You're like, well, what's the problem? I'll just go from one 15 minutes. No, you're not allowed. Because each one of these checkpoints, every time you go through it, it put, it's like a clicker on your phone. And say you're allowed 15 exits and uh, 16 entrances, whatever it may be. Every single, well, it's all QR coded. And of course, as soon as you use your exits or your entrances, then you can't go anymore. You'll be locked inside your 15 minute city. All in the name of protection. Protection from what? This is all about uh, limiting CO2 emissions, where CO2 emissions are at their highest, really, they're not even at their highest they've ever been. They're, does everybody know that even, even with all of our cars and all of our factories and everything else is going on, CO2 is not at its highest, not even close to its highest rates right now as it was years and years ago. Because again, climate change is simply a vehicle to usher in totalitarianism. Pandemics in the Ukraine war are vehicles to usher in totalitarianism. That's what that gun grabbing is a vehicle where they, how do they get guns? They, they mass institute, they, they put in mass, they institute high crime via Soros state attorneys, via Soros policies globally, via Soros blue revolutions. So then they have mass crime and they say, you know, in order to stop this crime, we're gonna need to go confiscate lawful gun owners guns. That's what they do. That's the point of it all. It's all a globalist cabal. Uh, it's one agenda with many, many tactics, all to get to this right here, where you cannot buy, sell, trade, trade or travel. You can, without their QR-coded Mark of the Beast on their phone, on your phone. You're, you'd be like, perfectly fine until you can't get through the gate anymore. You're not allowed to leave this show. You're totally free until you can't get through the gate anymore. And it'll all start off, this is what they're doing in the UK. It's happening right now in the United Kingdom, in Great Britain right now where they're just closing down roads and turning them into bike paths. Now, very convenient that every bike path will have a gate on it just like that. It'll have a gate on it just like the video we just showed you. Oh, we're, we're cutting down emissions. Yeah, they're cutting down all your freedom too. And emissions mean nothing. Let me just state this for the record. CO2 means nothing. It, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't, it doesn't raise global temperatures. It doesn't degree, decrease global temperatures. It does absolutely nothing. Let's all get on the record. We, know, we, know, we need to fight fire with fire now. It's time to just say what's true. And now well, you, you lack compassion. I don't care if you think I lack compassion. 
If, if me telling the truth means that I'm lacking compassion, then lacking compassion shall I be. No problem. CO2 does absolutely nothing. They can't even define the problem, just like they can't define what a woman is. They can't define what an assault weapon is. They can't define anything. So here, let's switch topics here. Andy, no video. Now, this is all about the Louisville shooter. Now, you know what? I'm gonna, you, can, you can side by side that if you want, guys. Now, here's the, here's the interesting thing about this. Now, Aaron, is, Aaron was here. He'll witness it. Will was probably watching the podcast. He's sitting in here with me. Did I not predict that more would come out about this shooter? Now, let's, let's look at this. Delve deep into it here. Andy No tweet. Uh, the, social, the social media accounts of Louisville mass shooters, names Connor Sturgeon, were quickly taken down. That's strange, isn't it? I wonder why they were quickly taken down. Why would that be? Now, if this guy was a white supremacist terrorist, he is white, but if he was a white supremacist terrorist, would it all be taken down or all over the mass media right now? It'd be all over, all over the mass media. So some journalists saw them in time. The gunman who killed five, another died in the hospital, had posted in support of, doesn't work for the agenda, so where, where's all the news accounts? Just, just like the Nashville shooter, no news accounts whatsoever. Because it was a girl pretending to be a boy went in there and shot three, three nine-year-olds in the head and three adults. So there's no news accounts whatsoever because, because again, this is all one of the tactics of the globalist left to leverage you into that one world commerce system is a Goebbels-style media. Don't believe in one word you ever see from anything that's not a verified right-wing source. And you're like, Tom, you, you, you can't be impartial when, you're, when you are saying, just look at right wing, I don't care about being impartial. I care about what's true. Is what the Gateway Pundit says true or the New York Times? Is what the Tom Lipley podcast say is true? Since every last thing we've predicted on this podcast over the last 37 months of 15 days to flatten the curve has come true. I, I, and everything, that they, everything the New York Times has said, CBS, ABC, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, they've all been bold-faced freaking lies. Because they're simply Goebbels. They're not, they just, listen, you need to understand, they don't even care that they're hypocrites. It's a hierarchical hypocrisy. They believe that they're below, they're above hypocrisy. You show them videos of their hypocrisy. Donald Trump, the walls are closing in. The walls are closing in. They never close in. They don't care. They've been proven wrong. It's all just about gaslighting. Mass propagandizing. Say a lie over and over and over and over again. People eventually believe it. That's the point of it all. So everything that we say ends up coming true on this podcast. Some journalists saw them, the gunman had killed five, another died in the hospital, had posted in support of BLM and was critical of Trump and the police. So he's anti-police, defund the police, anti-Trump, and was basically a BLM member. Just to give credit, where credit is due to the heroes, Officer Nicholas Wilt was shot in the head by the gunman and is still fighting for his life. So let's go to the next one, Will, just to show you who this person is. Now I want you to see it. Hopefully you can see right next to his name where it says Connor Sturgeon MS. What's he got right next to that? Oh, that would be his preferred pronouns. So he is by bare minimum a transgender sympathizer. Could it be another transgender shooter? His parents have refused to release what he was being psychiatrically treated for. But could it be that he was transforming into a trans, transgendering? I don't even like to use transformation because it's not possible. Was he going to be somebody who's going to be lop off his penis, lop off his testicles, and pretend to be a girl for the rest of his life? Or is he just going to be one, one of the perverts out there likes to dress with a girl while sleeping with girls and going to the girls' bathrooms? Would he going to be one of those? 
where he just decides to go and shoot. So this is why the media is running from this because right next to his name and his profile page is he, him pronouns. So this, again, nothing's proven. I don't know anything yet. I'm just, I, I said there'd be more. And just lo and behold, when you have to proclaim pronouns, something's wrong with your head. Simple as that. So there's the Louisville shooter. Let's go on to Ukraine here. Townhall.com video. So we have a new developments. Very, very, very strangely now, I'm going to get his name real quick here. Uh, Jack Teixeira, that's his name. The one who leaked, now we, most of us don't know much about this story. You've seen the story, but don't know much about it. There was, a, there was a big leak of Pentagon paperwork about the Ukraine, quote unquote, war. You're like, Tom, that's mean. You shouldn't say it in quotes like that because people are dying. I know people are dying. Who's dying? Who's dying in the Ukraine? The peasants are dying. The you's and me's. The middle class is dying over there. The bourgeois left us leave. I mean, listen, Voldemar Zelensky's having time of his life. One, one celebrity after another. Just had Brad Paisley over there. He's just having a great time. Brad Paisley can just freely, freely fly right in to the center of a conflict in Kiev. They all changed the word from Kiev. You're like, Tommy, you always talk about it. I know it drives me nuts. I can't stand it. I love how Tucker Carlson makes fun of it. Now, suddenly, after all, I'm 54 years on the earth, and 53 years of that 54 years, everyone called it Kiev, and now suddenly it's Kiev. I hate it. You're like, why does it bother you? Because I hate it. Because it's just another lie. And everyone then, once one idiot says it, somebody doesn't want to offend the idiot who says it, so everyone just tra- just goes ahead and, and, and complies with the idiot. No, thank you. So here's the town. Now, what's happened here is Jack Teixeira has been arrested by the FBI. Very strange. Let's go over this real quick. So he had a leaker inside of the Supreme Court, inside the SCOTUS, that leaked out about Roe v. Wade being overturned. You have yet to find him. How long ago was that, you guys think? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Back in what? Yeah, like we're coming up on somewhere between six months and a year ago. Somewhere in that. There's so much news, and we deal with so much news on this show that I don't know when it was exactly, but... June 24, 2023. Oh, there he goes. Yeah, June 24. So we are not, not, you know, we're a couple months away from June. Nine months ago. So like nine months ago, somebody inside... Now, listen, the Supreme Court's not very big. What we're talking about here is the freaking military. Millions of people involved in the military. Not only soldiers in various other military personnel, but support staff, military contractors, everything else. You're talking about umpteen millions, 30, probably 30 million people in some way or another is involved with the military. They find this guy in, in a couple days. We, we did this, came out on Tuesday. So then by Thursday, the guy's arrested. But the SCOTUS leaker? Nothing in nine months? We still don't know. I mean, it's inside the SCOTUS? Where at most there's a couple hundred people? If that? There's only, I mean, there's only nine Supreme Court justices. How many staff members can they have? They had 10 each to be 90. So, I mean, come on. They can't find the FBI, the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Instigation. They can't find anything. And I meant to say that. That's all they are. Not the Federal Bureau. They don't investigate freaking nothing. They did, they're just a federal bureau of instigation. They instigate crimes and then arrest the people who committed the crimes they instigated. That's all that they do. They're brown shirt Goebbels Gestapo Mengele for the, for the Democratic Party. So in, in, in a matter of two days, somewhere in the neighborhood of 48 to 72 hours, they've got this guy arrested, but nothing on the Las Vegas shooter. How long was the Las Vegas shooter go? That was before we even started the podcast, I think. And nothing. We don't know a daggum thing. But well, luckily, the uh, 2017 is Las Vegas shooter. So here we are, six years later. Nothing. 
He's on video. Walking into the hotel. Do we have nothing? You know why we don't know anything about this? Because he's leftist. Because how many of these mass shootings are actually instigated by the left? Do I know? No, I'm not going to lie on this show. I'm just saying how many of them are? I don't know. Zero to all. I don't know. Somewhere. It's as much a, it's as great a statistic as the double World Health Organization offers for COVID. Oh, somewhere between five and 18 million people have died of COVID. Thank you for that you know, statistical certainty, you idiots. So you, we, don't, we don't even know who, the, who, we don't know who the SCOTUS leaker is. We don't know what happened with the Las Vegas shooter and numerous other crimes. But luckily, Jack Smith, the special counsel who's looking into the papers that were found in the Mar-a-Lago raid. You know, just bringing that up real quick. Remember how they were all excited about Trump's tax returns? They finally got through the Supreme Court. Hey, we won. We got his tax returns. We win. What's happened with them? Nothing. You know why? Because there's no crime there. What's happened with the Mar-a-Lago paperwork? Nothing. So Jack, Jack Smith, Goebbels, Gestapo, uh, uh, third world country, banana republic prosecutor, search a search of a find a person i'll find a crime not find a crime not find a crime and then find the perpetrator now what's he pivoted to inside of inside of his mar-a-lago his mar-a-lago investigation into trump holding paperwork classified paperwork that he's allowed to have because he's president of the united states and he just he can just put he can just wave a wand over it and make it unclassified which is what he did so jack smith now special counsel special prosecutor has now pivoted to trump's 2020 campaign advertising claiming there was fraudulent information on that he made false claims on his campaign advertising false claims oh really you mean like democrats saying that we want to kill grandma democrats saying that we want jim crow laws democratic campaigning says we want to get rid of rid of social security medicare all those false assertions false accusations russia collusion hoax ukraine hoax Russian bounties, hoax, all those that they put on their campaign ads. That's what he's pivoting to. We went from nuclear codes to campaign ads. That's the Democratic Party. And then just so you know, see, and it's all just a matter of this. What we need to do is do whatever we want to do. It just ignores the, ignore those bozo the clowns. Ignore them. Just keep on rolling over top of them fire them all get rid of them all let them sue us and then we'll sue them back and when they're reeling from that lawsuit file 10 more lawsuits that's what needs to happen with these people all right so onto this thing here with with the ukraine so they found this ukraine leaker who leaked this information about what what uh, you know basically what was happening with america in the ukraine and how the ukraine's basically folding while you had just remember now devils always do the same things devils devils are not smart anybody who decides to go against the lord your god is not smart if you're if you're satan if you're lucifer and you go you know what i want to be as god you're an idiot so i mean come on you're just a stupid idiot so they just they're not smart so devils do the same things over and over again tactically they're not smart they depend on the ignorance and stupidity of human beings the open doors of, of human beings to let them in so they do the same stupid tactics over and over and over again. So here we have, and I'll get into that in a second. So here, let me set, let me set it up with this video. So what happened was, of course, the Ukraine, this information leaked out somehow, and they found him in a week, and now they're going to prosecute this guy. And maybe he should be prosecuted. I don't know the details because nobody's released the details yet. All right, let's watch this video. Here's Merrick Gollins, 40-second video. Play it for me. 
Jack Douglas Teixeira in connection with an investigation into alleged unauthorized removal, retention, and transmission of classified national defense information. Teixeira is an employee of the United States Air Force National Guard. FBI agents took Teixeira into custody earlier this afternoon without incident. He will have an initial appearance at the U.S. District Court for the District of Massachusetts. I want to thank the FBI, Justice Department prosecutors, and our colleagues at the Department of Defense for their diligent work on this case. This investigation is ongoing. We will share more information at the appropriate time. Thanks, everyone. Here you have these automaton drones. Remember the day when people would walk up and simply give a press conference without having to read off a teleprompter? You know what I'm reading off of right now? Nothing. I've got sheets in front of me here, but if you ask me questions, I can answer them. Unlike an automaton drone like Merrick Garland, like Kareem Jean-Pierre, and of course their Zen master, Joe Biden, they can't, they can't read, they can't answer a simple question. They can't make a simple statement. Mr. Teixeira, Jack Teixeira has been arrested. Questions. They can't do it. He just, do you see him just staring at a screen? I mean, really, they're automaton drones. You see the video of those Chinese people going through their 15-minute gates? They're automaton drones. That's why Christianity is the answer. Buddha's not the answer. Muhammad's not the answer. New Age crap is not the answer. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. I want freedom. That's all Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Stand firm then. Do not let yourself be burdened again by yoke of slavery. I don't want to be an automaton uh, drone reading off an NPC, reading off of a screen for the rest of my life like Merrick Garland. Look at this idiot. Look at this guy. And and by the way, we all know that he lacks nuts. He He was gelded a long time ago. He's led around, he's led around by Susan Rice and Ron Klain and the DNC, Barack Hussein Obama. Do what we tell you to do and we'll have you a nice half million dollar a year job. We'll keep you comfortable, just like the World Economic Forum. We're gonna give you candy, we're gonna give you games and we're gonna give you drugs and we're just gonna keep you very happy. That's what it is, it's just NPC, just drones, just automatons reading off the screens. It makes me sick, I know it's off topic, but it just makes me sick. So here's what he's talking about, Gateway Pundit. Leaker of Ukraine classified documents reportedly arrested. He he was arrested, Jack Teixeira. 21-year-old member of the National Guard. An Air National Guardsman. New York Times arrived at his house prior to his arrest. You can put that side by side, Will. It's good. So there it is. Let's get arrested. Not saying whether he should be arrested or not yet. I don't know. We'll find out. He supposedly he's part of like a gaming group and he put, somehow put it out into that group. I don't know. No, but we don't know all the, here's some more. Over the past week or so, there was leaked, there were leaked documents reported in the media showing that the Biden administration has been lying about Ukraine's status uh, in, the, in, in the war with Russia. So that's what I was going to say earlier. The demons always repeat themselves. This is exactly what they did with Afghanistan, remember? They were telling you, you had Mark Idiot Millie up there saying, oh yeah, we're in good standing. There, there's no way that the Taliban's going to cut through the national Afghan army. The war was over in like 36 hours. Just cut right there. Everything's going great. That's what they're doing with the Ukraine. Everything is going fantastic. This is real. You know, we're, they're going to win. Uh, they're going to win. They have no chance. They have no chance in Hades of winning that war. First of all, they don't have God on their side. They're just as evil as the Russians. Just so you know, they are. Volodymyr Zelensky is equally as equal, uh, evil as Putin. He is. I'm not saying about the Ukraine people or the Ukraine soldiers, but listen, the Ukraine soldiers... Are the peasants just like the Russian soldiers? They don't have any choice. It's, it's been this way. World War I was this way. World War II was this way. 
Vietnam was this way. Y'all, listen, George W. Bush, he gets out of war, gets out of Vietnam. Bill Clinton gets out of Vietnam. Donald Trump gets out of Vietnam. It's just the, it's just the middle class kids going. In the, in the lower middle class, in the low class kids, I'm talking about economically, going and fighting in the wars. 59,000 Americans died in Vietnam for what? How many, how many dead in Afghanistan and Iraq over the last 20 years? Thousands upon thousands for what? For, so, that, so that Dick Cheney, who's never fought in a war in his life, Mitt Romney, who also obfuscated the, the draft, who's never fought a war in his life, Lloyd Austin, who's never fought in a war in his life. I don't care how many medals he puts on himself. Mark Milley, who's never fought in a war in his life, so that they can all personally profit. How much, let's also have a bet in this room. Where's Mark Milley going to be five years from now? Where's Mark Milley? He's allegedly stepping down. So where's he going to be a year from now? Lockheed Martin, Honeywell, which one, Raytheon, which one will it be exactly? And we'll go then there. And he'll be on their board for four years until another Democrat is elected. And then he'll go back and he'll probably take Lloyd Austin's job as defense secretary. And he'll secure contracts while he's on the board for the military. And then go go into the military and secure more contracts. That's what they do. And they they all keep their top secret clearances and everything. You think you're governed by the Constitution. You are not governed by the Constitution. You are governed by a Washington cesspool of bourgeois leftist elitists. Aaron's got the numbers for me. 7,000 soldiers died so far in Afghanistan and Iraq. 7,000 of our boys and girls, mainly boys, in Afghanistan and Iraq. And 8,000 contractors. Dead. Dead. For what? What did we gain? We gained absolutely nothing. So there's that. So here's what it's all about. Go to the next one for me, Will. This is what it's about. Leaked Pentagon papers predict Ukraine's this weird. Remember, it's going great here, Voldemar Zelensky all the time, while he's heaping in billions of dollars. And we've given them, we've, we've already given them $100 billion. We're contracted to give them $200 billion. Where's all? Where's it all gone? Nobody knows. It goes on the black market for Voldemar Zelensky to secure his administration because when he does sign a peace, peace accord, it's not going to lead to nuclear war. It's not going to happen. The, the, even the right wing is trying to scare you into, a nu- into thinking it's a nuclear war. Not gonna, not, nuclear war is not going to happen. It's just a matter of Voldemar Zelensky personally enriching himself, just like a Biden, just like a Clinton, just like an Obama. They get, in, they get, into, they get into politics. Voldemar Zelensky goes into politics. He's already a multimillionaire. Now he's a billionaire. He comes in as an actor. Now he's a, now he's a billionaire. It's just like the Obamas are worth hundreds of millions of dollars they were worth 1.1 million when they took office. Now they're worth hundreds of millions. Clintons are the same way. The Bidens are the same way. It's all about personal wealth, personal celebrity, personal self-aggrandizement. That's all that it's about. Personal, personal power. So Voldemar Zelensky knows this the entire time. He knows he's going to lose. He doesn't care about all those that he's sending. They are rounding up kids on the street in Ukraine. I have video of it. Rounding up kids on the street to go fight in this war. That they have no chance of ever winning. Ever. There's no chance. None at all. They, you keep hearing that. It's just like, they, just like they told us in Afghanistan. Oh, yeah, it's going great. There's no way the Taliban's going to just march right through the Afghan national military. Oh, march right through in like 36 hours. So here's, the, here's, what, here's, what's got, here, here's what we know got out from the Daily Mail. Leaked Pentagon Papers predict Ukraine's air defenses. They're going to win. They're going to win. Up oh, and... We'll be exhausted by May 23rd, basically a month from now. 
leaving Putin free to send in fighter jets, or what they're trying to do is, of course, enrich Raytheon or Lockheed Martin to build more F-16s for the U.S. military while we send our old ones over to Ukraine. And then, by the way, you can go ahead and send them over there all you want. The moment you send over F-16s into the Ukraine, it's not going to start a nuclear war. All it's going to do is put it on a five-year a five-year plan. Because it'll take you that long to set up the tactical support and the training to get one pilot to be able to fly one of those things. Leaving Putin free to send in fighter jets as it's as it's feared later, two billion U.S. aid won't be enough to save Zelensky's army. Yeah, that's the truth. That's what they don't want out. They don't want it out. Because, listen, they need this war. They need Ukraine to burn to cover for all their malfeasance of Mitt Romney, the malfeasance of Hunter Biden, the malfeasance, of course, of Joe Biden, of Nancy Pelosi, the Democratic Party, and and maybe people in the Republican Party too. Who knows? You had McCain over there trying to start wars. You had Lindsey Graham over there trying to start wars. Meta Biota. You had, which was a bio lab, a bioweapons lab owned partially by Hunter Biden, who was collaborating with the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That's all got to burn. That's all got to burn to the ground so that there's no evidence of it. And everything they do, they profit off of. They're profiting off all the military contracts and everything else. They're politics. Listen, where, these billions of dollars don't just float into, into midair. This is going to defense contractors. Some of it goes directly to Ukraine, just disappears into thin air. Remember, we actually had the, the one actually good, honest report. I can't remember which news outlet. It was one of the mainstream ones, like NBC, ABC, CBS, one of those two. And it got immediately pulled down because it went over there track, trying to just simply track, track where are all these weapons, these billions of dollars of weapons that we're buying for Ukraine. Where are they going? Nobody has any idea. Nobody has any idea. And again, let me switch to this. Just, I mean, we're still in Ukraine. But again, the weirdest war I've ever seen. I've ever seen. Here comes Joe Manchin making his pilgrimage to the globalist leftist bourgeois elitist Mecca. You got to go there every year to bow down to their Buddha. Every year, emerging religions. That's correct. I'm emerging because they're all worthless anyway. Only, only, only religion that matters at all is Christianity. Tom, that's prejudice. I don't care. I don't care. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. John 14, 6. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which they must be saved. Acts 4.12. I don't care what people think. All are welcome. Voldemar Zelensky's welcome. And to Aaron's chagrin, my producer Aaron, to his chagrin, Bill Gates is welcome. All are welcome to the narrow way, but few find it. So Joe, so here comes Joe Manchin. He's got to make his pilgrimage. Somehow, when you do this, it's like putting a mask on. Suddenly, it gives you credibility for the bourgeois left to sleep when you go and lick the nuts of Voldemar Zelensky. I shouldn't have said that, but whatever. It's what was in my mind. So it is what it is. Probably shouldn't say licking nuts being a pastor. So I take that back. Sort of. <laughs> so go and, go and lick his boots. There we go. Go, go boot lick. You got to do that. <laughs> They're all laughing over here now. So, don't laugh to you guys to throw me off. You're know, taking my anger away. You know. So that you got to. He's got to go. He's got to go make his religious pilgrimage. It's all religion. It really is. COVID's a religion. Climate change is a religion. Transgenderism. You believe you're God if you're transgender. I love the stuff that Tucker Carlson puts out. Where these people, he actually relates it to people thinking that they're deity. 
So here comes Manchin in the middle of the war zone. Look how horrible this war zone is. Play it for me, Will. Let me just say, it's been an unbelievable, uh, an un- unbelievable meetings that we've been able to have in a visit to see up front, close in person, uh, the determination and the skill and the will of the Ukrainian government and the Ukrainian people. And it's our pleasure to be able to give them all the support we possibly can, go back home to America, be able to explain our commitment to basically show the support that we have and the commitment that we have to make sure that we're here for this entire fight and this entire victory that the Ukrainian people have, the Ukrainian government. We had great conversations with President Zelensky. We just finished up with him and all of his staff have been briefed all the way along. So I've told him in my lifetime, I've never seen the United States of America in a more just war than what this one is. The purpose of America is to defend freedom and basically fight for the democracies that people have a desire to, to live in. And that's what we're doing. And we're in it to win it with them and we'll give them all the support we need. Come on, come on. Here we go. Take me home, country roads, to the place I belong. What? Virginia. Virginia. Terrible. What a horrible war zone, isn't it? It's so bad that you can actually set up in the middle of the war zone and sing country roads. Amazing, isn't it? It's such a horrible war. And we just had, and, 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 Joe, and Joe Manchin, I'm just, you know, he's just marvels at how the American people have come, come in support of you. Not me. Not in support at all. I'm in support of the innocent people of Ukraine. That's it. Not in support of this war. This war is a is basically a functionary of the World Economic Forum to create a food and fuel shortage simultaneously so they can usher in their totalitarian solutions. That's all that this war is. This war, that's, does that look like a war to you? Does that look like the wars you fought in, Will? I'm sitting right next to a Marine. What war would you Afghanistan or Iraq again? I know I've asked 500 times. Iraq, Iraq war, I repeat, war veteran, that ain't it. Vlad Paisley and Joe Manchin, I'm sure, flying in, both of them climate change activists, flying in on their private jets with that goober woman, whoever that is. I was going to say something, I'm not going to be, I've already got enough trouble with nut licking. So I've got to stop now. I'm not going to hide from it, I said it, I mean, it is what it is. But... So, <laughs> stop laughing. People are like, you can't hear them, but they're laughing. But, so, the, how is this a war? And, that, and now we find out that come May 23rd, who knows what's going to happen? All it is, is about Voldemar Zelensky's personal self-aggrandizement. He is a tool. He is a, he is a young global leader for the World Economic Forum, and so is Voldemar Zelensky. Voldemar, and I know that I've covered this before, and I apologize to the 371 people that are watching right now on our various platforms if you've heard this before, but I'm just telling you. Well, the Voldemar Zelensky is being funded by the very same people that are funding Russia. You're like, no, Tom, no, we're funding, we're funding Voldemar Zelensky. We're not funding Russia. Yeah, but China's funding both. China's funding both. Through the Belt and Road Initiative, is funding Ukraine. 
And by the way, this is what happens every time. Where's Iraq going right now? After we've sent, I don't know how many trillions of dollars into Iraq, where are they going right now? They're all about removing the dollar from, as the world reserve currency. They're all part of that conglomerate now that's being initiated by China to get rid of the dollar as the petrodollar and the reserve currency around the globe. They're part of that. Do they just leave us? They all leave us. Saudi Arabia would be, right now, if Saddam Hussein lived long enough, he'd be sitting on the throne of Saudi Arabia if it wasn't for us. Saudi Arabia has no army, no military, nothing. If you remember, that was what Saddam Hussein, for all intents and purposes, invaded Saudi Arabia. And we saved them, and now what's Saudi Arabia doing? Getting rid of us. Why and what's what's Voldemar Zelensky gonna do? Get he's gonna run right to China. They're gonna be they're not even gonna be using the dollar, they're gonna be using the yuan. As soon as he gets his two hundred billion dollars, as soon as that's actually a completed transaction, he gone. He gone. You got these simpleton idiots like Brad Paisley and Joe, they don't know Joe Manchin. He does these people don't know a freaking thing about anything. So glad the American people have come up behind this war and they're all all in unison. We're not in unison, you idiot. You think Tucker Carlson's in unison? I'm not in unison. I want us we shouldn't be sending a dollar to a Slavic conflict conflict that's been going on for a thousand years. Whether it's Bosnia, Kosovo, Ukrainians, Russians, they're fighting. They will always fight until they decide to no longer fight. And I said the same thing about the Middle East. We don't belong there either. The only person that we defend, the only country that we defend in the Middle East is Israel. That's it. Everybody else can shove it. How's Ukraine an ally of the United States? But again, this, this is not a war. Come on. It's not a war. There, is, there are battles going on, but this is not a war. And the battles for all, all are for political purposes. Voldemar Zelensky's key. I know I'm just sticking on this. I just, it just ticks me off. He's just making these battles and lying and propagandizing, saying that we're going to win, that he's going to win, and all this stuff. He knows he's not going to win, but the billions just keep pouring in for his own personal self-enrichment. Then he's going to sign a peace treaty. Well, on the backs of 200,000 dead Ukrainians, he doesn't care. They don't care. Listen, they abort you in the womb. They'll abort you outside the womb. They'll abort you using a vacuum or they'll abort you using AK-47. They don't care. That's why we need to ignore these demons, be nationalist, populist, a federalist country, and just ignore these idiots. Let's go ahead. We'll just form our pockets of democracy inside the United States and slowly but surely take over with democ- real democracy. Not Gavin Newsom's version of democracy. They just, the, the, the DNC and the Democratic Party has redefined democracy as a totalitarian regime, banning, aborting, censoring, mandating, dictating. They call that a democracy. And if you attack it, you're attacking democracy, which really, if you're attacking their version of democracy, you're actually attacking totalitarianism. All right, let's change subjects here. Let's go to Cabal Food. Now, this is interesting. I call this section of the show Cabal Food. I got Cabal Media, Cabal Finances. What's this right here? Now, what happened is, rise, this is a Rise Melbourne video. Dimmit, Texas, huge explosion and blaze at a dairy farm. You know, it's just very strange that there's never a huge explosion explosion, or blaze at a Pfizer factory. That never happens. There's never an expo- explosion or blaze at an abortion pill factory. That's strange, isn't it? That never seems to happen. There's never an ab- a explosion or, or blaze at a 
a bug powder factory. There's lots of bug powder they're putting in foods. No, there's never an explosion, but, but the food that actually makes you free keeps exploding. So this is Demet, Texas, huge explosion blaze at a dairy farm. 18,000, I'll show you a change of it is, 18,000 plus dead cattle. 18,000 cattle or 18,000. It seems like, Rice Melbourne speaking, like someone is targeting the food supply. Or is it just another coincidence? Now, what happened right before this? What happened right before this? The Missouri Cattle Ranchers Association came out and said, we're not using mRNA vaccinations. And suddenly, in Texas, just a few miles south of there, you got an 18, you got 18,000 heads of cattle are killed. Strange coincidence, isn't it? Two days later, not even two days later, 36 hours later, after the Missouri Cattle Ranchers Association comes out and says, we're not going to use mRNA vaccination. We're currently not using them, is what they said. And then lo and behold, there seems to be some sort of possible retaliatory action. Don't know that. I'm just speculating. But it's kind of strange, isn't it? It's just kind of a coincidence when you buck up against the globalist narrative of, you know, we want you to inject all the food because, and here's the thing, I, I, I just keep leaving these up for me, guys. I'm glad that they're going. I want, it's more exciting to have this going on than just me talking. They want to inject your food with mRNA vaccinations. Why? Because of killing. It will kill the cows. It'll kill the people or infirm the people that are eating the cows. Give you AD, AD antibody dependence syndrome, myocarditis, whatever. It's already been proven that the mRNA vaccination is transferred through mother's milk. We know that. What are all the studies about? If you eat injected beef, nobody, I don't think anybody knows for sure yet, but definitely it's not looking good. So what happens is, how's that part of the globalist narrative? Many ways. Spend three hours on it right now. Here's a couple ways this part of the globalist narrative. If you eat food that makes you permanently infirmed, then you are permanently what? You are permanently now a ward of the state. So you, you can't, it's like all these people have taken this vaccination who aren't dead. They're permanently infer, infirmed and now on Medicaid for the rest of their lives because they can't work, they can't drive because they're seizing every other second. They can't walk anymore. So now they're a ward of the state. That's one thing they want to do through your food or just flat out kill you because you are the carbon they want to get rid of. Oh, come on, Tom. These people aren't, aren't killers. They're stupid. They're leftist. They're liberal, whatever. They're not, they're not liberal. They're leftist. Understand, they're, they're not even, the word progressive is stupid. They're not progressing towards anything. They're regressing towards straight to Hades. They're not, they're not, they're not progressing. So they're just leftists in the order of, of, of Joseph Stalin of Adolf Hitler, leftists. Those are leftist people who use liberalism to usher in their own personal authoritarianism. You're like, they're not killers. They absolutely are killers. They're killing between 40 and 60 million babies in the womb per year worldwide, 2 million in the United States per year. I know you always hear 1 million, but that's without New York and California reporting. They don't report all their abortions. And they're the number one and number two uh, abortion states in the country. They produce the most abortions, number one, number two. And they don't even report all their abortions. So they always say 1.1. You'll even hear 800,000 abortions. You know, 2 million per year inside the United States. 41 million World Health Organization statistic year, uh, per year, 41.2 million abortions per year. And it never changes, never goes down. So they want you dead. They want to control your food. If they control the food, they patrol. They, if they control the food, they control the eater of the food. They produce. If they if they control the product, they they control the consumer. That's the point of all of this. 
less cows, so there's less cows or no cows. If there's only one way, just say, you can bring it back to me now, guys. If there's only one meat source and you want meat, then they control how you get it. That's the point of it all. But it's just very strange that literally somewhere in the neighborhood of 24 to 48 hours after the Ranchers Association inside, because it all became national news, that cattle was being injected with mRNA vaccinations. They're being injected with uh, with a vaccine again i don't even like to use vaccine because it's not a vaccine it's a gene therapeutic but it's for ease of conversations a lot of you say vaccine the gene therapeutic over and over again but these cattle are being injected and by the way this is happening with wild animals too i have a whole nother video on that about mass vaccination of deer they're injecting them with mrna vaccinations against a disease that they aren't even vulnerable to how many cows die of COVID 19 None. I have the statistics for you. 0.0. None. Bats don't die of COVID-19 anymore. The COVID-19 that that allegedly killed all these people, bat is not even transmissible to bats. So, but of course it wasn't it wasn't man-made. It wasn't a lab leak. It wasn't laboratory made. It came from a bat. Oh, you mean the bats that it's not even transmissible to anymore? All right, switching subjects. Two vaccines. Is that where we're at? Okay, good. Uh, Epoch Health, babies born with sexually transmitted infections hit record high in 2021. Strange. <laughs> How strange. Everything's a record high in 2021. Isn't it? There's no record highs in 2020 at the epicenter of the, of the second coming of the bubonic plague. No world records then. Strange, isn't it? Not, e- not even excess deaths went up that much. Strange, isn't it? Excess deaths. You go back to 2020, you compare. And again, I know I apologize for the redundancy of this. But just so you know the statistics, and I can't get too many statistics because inside the United States, Rochelle Walensky has blocked all COVID statistics. Not allowed to see them. Very strange. It's like, it's like you're not allowed to see Anthony Fauci's emails as if he's some sort of CIA agent, clandestine agent. He's a health official who's never done anything for anybody's health. He's not even an epidemiologist. He's completely unqualified to be the, the, the vaccine guru, the COVID health response guru. He's completely unqualified for it. So here you have another world record. It's just, I mean, and it, oh, this is what I was going to say. Was that, you know, the statistics that I always use because they're available. Can't get them from the United States anymore. Can't get them from Canada anymore. Can't get them from the UK anymore. Funny how they all just closed down their COVID statistics. I thought this was a big plague. Well, they're co- because the reason why they're closing down their COVID statistics is because COVID now is a vaccine side effect. If you get sick from Omicron, BA4, BA5, you have no immune system. I mean sick, sick. I don't mean that you have a sniffle. Because that's all that is, a scratchy throat and runny nose. You get, if you get hospitalized from Omicron, you're, really, you're being hospitalized with nothing more than a mild common cold that usually you go to work with. You work out with, you go jogging with. Now it's putting people in hospital and killing them. They've had more COVID deaths in Australia, 96% vaccinated country. They had more COVID deaths in 2022. COVID deaths, not myocarditis. Those are all through the roof too. I'm just talking COVID deaths. They had more COVID deaths in Australia in 2022 than 2020 and 2021 combined. How could that be with these great vaccinations? And why is it now that is, I mean, again, you know, inside the United States, the statistics before they were cut off was this. Yeah, 300, 
300,000 alleged, slightly under, but for ease of conversation, 300,000 COVID deaths pre-vaccine rollout and 900 plus thousand deaths post-vaccine rollout from COVID-19. And yet here here come the pimps and whores for the vaccines. How does that make any sense? It doesn't. You have to be incredibly ignorant. You have to be Brad Paisley. You have to be Joe Manchin to keep espousing the virtue of things that make no sense, i.e. you flying into Kiev with no problem to support a war that's right down the road. How are you allowed to just fly in on your private jet while you're espousing climate change, while you're, espous- while you're espousing a climate change agenda? So Sherry Strange here, why, why are kids being born with sexually transmitted diseases? How can that be? Because their parents aren't able to fight it off because they have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome and so do the kids because kids are being bored with AIDS. That's a fact. That's what's happening. From the very people, is there, you know, you might not want to take a vaccine from somebody who wants to lower the Earth's population using vaccines. You know, that's just what you call logic. But may, many people would rather comply than be logical. I'd rather be logical and not comply. Thank you very much. Go to the next one for me. Well, News Nancy video. Here's an explanation. Here's some more. There's some more information that's coming out for everybody to see. It's from News Nancy. Dr. James Olson also represented. Here's, here's what's happening now. Is they're finding the S-spike proteins also in the brain. Play it for me. You said that one of the organs that uh, the vaccine that that the mRNA go, mRNA travels to is spleen, and uh, in your paper you specifically connected this uh, fact to um, to the vaccine triggering uh, neurodegenerative diseases such as Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Would you please tell us in more detail how it happens? And you also predicted that. Uh, eventually, and actually in the near future, we will see a huge uh, spike in that in those diseases, and particularly in, in younger uh, uh, people. Right, people will get them earlier than they would have, and more people will get them than would have gotten them without these vaccines. That's what I predicted, particularly if people keep on getting boosters. Every time they get a booster, they set themselves back even further towards developing these uh, neurodegenerative diseases. And um, and so we uh, we had read. I was familiar with Parkinson's disease because my mother died from it. I, I you know it's a disease I care about and I understand a lot about how it works. And it, I immediately connected this to Parkinson's disease because it Parkinson's often begins in this in the gut with a pathogen that produces a uh, a protein that can misfold. It's called a prion-like protein. The spike protein is definitely a prion-like protein. Papers have been written that show that. And this means that it, it, it can cause these prion-like diseases, which is Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and ALS and uh, CJD, Kutzfeldt-Jakob disease. These are the really bad neurodegenerative diseases that are known to be caused by proteins that misfold. And when you have a protein that's produced by a pathogen, such as the spike protein, and when you have it in high concentration in an immune cell, it's going to cause that immune cell to upregulate alpha-synuclein, which is the protein that's linked to Parkinson's disease. And then the alpha-synuclein is going to misfold because of the presence of the spike protein. So the, the cell that's in the spleen that's making all the spike protein is also making alpha-synuclein, and the whole thing is a big mess. And the cell is just basically, I got to get rid of this stuff. So it ships it out as exosomes. It builds up these little lipid particles and spits them out into the circulation into the environment and where they go, one place they go very easily is to travel. These exosomes travel very nicely along nerve fibers. So they're gonna go along the splanchnic nerve, they're gonna hook up with the vagus nerve, they're gonna go up to the brain. 
And then they're going to infect all the nerves in the brain. And, and you see all these symptoms uh, from the VARES database of um, conditions that are connected to inflammation of nerves in the brain. You have, the, you have tinnitus, it's huge numbers of, of tinnitus, I guess you call it, uh, cases of ringing in the ear, even deafness, um, issues with the eyes, um, facial, Bell's palsy, paralysis of the face, migraine headache, which is connected to inflammation of the trigeminal nerve, all of these nerves, you even have difficulty swallowing, that's connected with the vagus nerve, and you have issues with the vagus nerve in the heart and in the lungs as well. The vagus nerve goes to all those um, organs and, and, and the exosomes traveling along the vagus nerve deliver spike protein to all of those places. And the spike protein is toxic everywhere it goes. It's get, it, the exosomes are picked up by all kinds of different cells. No longer depends upon the H2 receptor like the virus does. So all the different cells are susceptible to damage from the spike protein that's being released from the immune cells that are stuck in the spleen making lots and lots of spike protein. Uh, my producer, Aaron, and I were just saying here very briefly, uh, she obviously doesn't know what she's talking about. She's just an idiot. Now, she, she is an award-winning physician. Now, do you think she knows more than Anthony Fauci, who's never seen a patient in his life, who's never looked at COVID-19 or the vaccinations under a microscope? He just goes out and parrots talking points from Big Pharma because he is Big Pharma, personally enriching himself. Love of money is the root of all evil. You think he's taking the vaccination? You've lost your mind. Those are all, he's just being in, in, injected with saline solution. But just real simply, let me just extract this from that video because I like to make things as simplistic as possible. I'm not, I haven't studied like she does, like she has. God, how can I? She spent her entire life studying these things. But if you look at it, you talk about prion particles, prion particles, prion proteins, actually. They're the same as S spike proteins. So, S-spike proteins and prion proteins are basically the same prion proteins actually reside in the gut, go to the brain and cause Parkinson's disease. So instead of it just being something that happens, you know, obviously there, Parkinson's disease, a lot of people have caught it, but it's, it's still rare. All these things are rare. Let's make them less rare, shall we? By injecting you with the very same protein. And here's the thing that's very interesting. Remember prion proteins, they originate in the gut, travel up these nerves that she was describing, various nerves, causing palsies and facial paralysis, things like this. ALS, I got the Parkinson's, I got a little list here. They easily travel up these nerves. And remember something that we covered on this podcast probably three, four, five weeks ago was that one of the side effects of the vaccine is it kills gut bacteria. So you inject... Now, gut bacteria will oftentimes kill everything, like prion proteins. Well, let's get the gut bacteria out of the way and then inject you with more prion proteins, i.e. as spike proteins that travel to the brain and cause Parkinson's and ALS. Let's kill the bacteria that kills them, just like you kill the antibodies that kills them. And you actually train your body to produce more through gene manipulation and gene altering. So your body is actually producing more of the S-spike proteins so that allegedly your body, your body can fight the S-spike proteins, but then your body is producing S-spike proteins that your body can now only exclusively fight those S-spike proteins. That's a gene altering therapeutic. That's what everybody took. That's why Edward Dowd says, BlackRock, BlackRock former BlackRock executive, Financial statistical genius has said about 800,000 Americans have died. Peter McCullough puts it around 300,000 from the vaccines. They stopped the vaccines for the swine flu at 25 dead. 
And this has only just begun. A lot of these things are slow creep illnesses. And it all depends on what the level of S-spike you got injected with. Some of them, some of the people are walking around perfectly fine that have been vaccinated. And maybe they'll always be fine. And by the way, I hope everybody who got injected is fine. I do, because I want them to get saved. But it depends on how much S-spike you got injected in you because nobody was was regulating how much S-spike protein was in each vial of vaccine. Nobody. That's, That's absolutely public record. And if we actually had a real media instead of a Goebbels media for the Democratic Party and the bourgeois leftist elitist world economic forum, that's all the media is, is just parroting talking points from their Zen masters in Davos, Switzerland, or their Zen masters in in Washington, D.C., the Democratic Party, and Rhino Republicans. They're just parroting talking points, gaslighting you over and over again with bold-faced lies, where then eventually lies become people's reality. Lies never become true, they just become people's reality. We actually had a real media that looked into this and said, you know what? Who's regulating how many S-spike proteins are inside a vial of vaccine? Nobody was. Nobody. Not one person was. It's a DOD operation, by the way, because you couldn't get your exemptions without a DOD being a bioweapons attack. Again, three hours on that if I wanted to go. But that's, that's what it is. Nobody in DOD was regulating this. Anthony Fauci wasn't recognized. He doesn't know how many S-spike proteins are in each file. They, they, remember, they were labeling things safe and effective without ever checking to see whether they're safe and effective. Telling women to take vaccines when they're pregnant because it's safe and effective when the vaccine trial showed 28 out of 32 women who were pregnant at the time miscarried. And then what they say inside of that, remember this? This is all, this is all the Pfizer documents that they wanted to keep sequestered for 75 years and lost in a federal lawsuit. So they're having to release all this information. 28 out of 32 women in the vaccine trial die, they're miscarried. And what did they, what did, how, did, how did Pfizer label that inside of their vaccine developmental data? How did they, how did they label that? Problem and problem resolved. That, a side effect and resolved. I.e. somebody who comes and says, you know what? I'm sweating profusely, and two days later, they're not sweating profusely. There was a problem, we acknowledge it, and then the problem resolved itself. They did the same thing with miscarriages. Oh, there was a problem. She's, she's pouring out blood on the toilet. But lo and behold, she miscarried. Problem resolved. That's what they did. That's absolute fact. Naomi Wolf, track it. It's true. We had a legitimate media who actually allegedly cared about women because half of the babies that died were women. They don't care about women. So here's, so you have all this, what I just laid out to you from the doc, it's basically telling you that we're having seen, we're seeing mass increases, turbo cancer, just flat, death, number one cause of deaths is now unknown in numerous countries. And now here we are in April of 2023 and what's still going on? You can run these next two side by side. I want to show you what's happening inside of Australia. Look what they're doing in response to, and remember, I'm just showing you Australia right now. New South Wales, no, no, I'm going to need them played, guys. I just mean, I, I said it wrong. It's my fault. I said side by side. I mean, run them. You can run them consecutively, back to back. So inside a country, it's 96% vaccinated. And by the way, they've had an increase of 16% excess deaths. So there's 16% more people are dying now. Not in 2020 in the epicenter of the virus, the bubonic plague, number two. Nobody was, nobody was dying then. Everybody's dying now. 
Every, like I told you, more people have died of COVID-19 in 2022 inside of Australia than 2020 and 2021 combined. Dying of the least virulent variant, a, a, a stuffy nose, scratchy, scratchy throat variant. That's what people are dying of now. 100% of their hospitalized COVID-19 vaccinate, uh, patients inside of Australia are fully vaccinated. 100% are fully vaccinated. And, and, and then you've got a 16% increase in excess mortality. And by the way, that 16% that their public health administration, their CDC is willing to acknowledge, who knows what it really is, probably 30 to 40% because that's what it is inside the United States. So really it's 30 to 40%. And 40%, 25 to 64 years old, 32% every other age category. That's inside the United States. And that's what's happening there too. And probably worse because we are about 70% vaccinated. They're 96% vaccinated. 96. So with all that data coming out, they see the people dying. They know that their death, their excess deaths are up 16 to 17%. They know it. And what are they doing? Play it for me, Will. Um, I myself am due for my COVID fifth dose and my, in, and I'm going to get both today, my COVID and my influenza uh, vaccine. It's simple, easy, and um, very preserving of time. So that today uh, we're in a sense launching the campaign to encourage individuals, particularly in those priority groups that the Premier's outlined, to book their, with their GP, with their pharmacist, that important vaccination. One of the beauties is that they can do a COVID booster and an influenza vaccination at the same time. So they get double the benefit in one appointment. It's absolutely critical that they do that for themselves, for their family, for their community. Hey, Aaron, what do you call the language when you go booster? What's that called again? Up talking. I hate these people. They're being trained. They must be going on our church pastor websites. That must be what, that's what you do. Is you know, we're very excited about what's happening at our church today. Everything's awesome. I got my booster. All these people dying and they're pimping and whoring the thing that are causing, the thing that is causing them to die. I had to show you this because it's just too good to pass up. It, it's just too good to pass up. This is Elon Musk having a conversation with a reporter from the BBC. And I know most of you have already seen it, but in case people hadn't seen it, I just had to show it to you because it's, the, it's this good. This is what you do. You don't cave. You don't comply. You don't abide in lies. Oh, I know the person's lying to me, but you know what? It'll be embarrassing if I expose them. You know what you do? You expose them now. That's what you do. And that's what Elon Musk does. Play it for me. Free speech is meaningless unless you allow people uh, you don't like to say things you don't like. Otherwise, it's irrelevant. Um, and if at the point at which you lose uh, free speech, uh, it doesn't come back. I, th I think the issue some people have is that a lot of people were brought back. I mean, some people were brought back who uh, were previously banned for spreading things like uh, QAnon conspiracies. You have people like Andrew Tate who were brought back, who were previously uh, banned for things like hate speech. Do you think you prioritize freedom of speech over misinformation and hate speech? Well, you know, who's to say that something is misinformation? Um, who's the arbiter of that? Is it the BBC? And you literally asking me? Yes. Well, no, you, you, are, the, the you are the arbiter on Twitter because you own Twitter. Yes, I'm saying who, who is to say that one person's misinformation is another person's information? Um, at the point at which you, you say that 
there is, uh, this is misinformation. Like, who is going you, to decide that? You accept that misinformation that? can be dangerous, that it can cause real-world yes. harms, that it can potentially cause... Um, yeah, so the point I'm trying to make is that the BBC itself has, at times, published things that are false. Do you agree that that has occurred? I, 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 I'm quite sure the BBC have uh, said things before that turn out to not be true. Correct. Uh, it, it is, whatever it is, 100-year history, I'm quite yes. sure. Even if you aspire to be accurate, there are times when it will, you, you will not be. We've spoken to people very recently who were involved in moderation, and they just say they just, there's not enough people to police this stuff, particularly around, um, particularly around hate speech um, in the company. Is that well, what hate speech you are you talking about? I mean, you use Twitter. Right. Do you see a rise in hate speech? I mean, I, I, but just a personal anecdote. Like, what do you do? I don't. Personally, my uh, for you, I would see I get I get more of that kind of content. Yeah, personally. But I, I'm not going to talk to talk to the rest of for, for the rest of Twitter. So you see more hate speech personally. I would say I would see more hateful content in that in that content you don't like or or hateful. What do you mean to describe a hateful thing? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, just content that will solicit. A reaction, something that may include something that is slightly racist or slightly sexist, those kinds of those kinds of things. So you think if I'm, something is slightly sexist, it should be banned? I, no, is I'm that not, what you're saying? I'm not saying anything. I'm well, saying. I'm just curious. What you, I'm, I'm trying to understand what you mean by hateful con content, and I'm asking for specific examples. Um, and if, and you just said that if something is slightly sexist, that's hateful content. Does that mean that it should be banned? Well, you've asked me. You've asked me whether my feed, whether it's got less or more, it, I'd say it's got slightly more. That's but, why I'm asking for examples. Can, right. you, can you name one example? I, I honestly don't need, I, I, honestly, you I don't. You can't name I, a single example. I'll tell you why, because I don't actually use that for you feed anymore, because I, I just don't particularly like it. But you said actually, a lot, of people, a lot of people are quite similar. I, 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 only, well, I only look well, at hang my, on a second. You said you've seen more hateful content, but you can't name a single example, not even one. I'm not sure I've used that feed for the last three or four weeks. And I, well, I, then I how did you I, see the hateful content? content? Because I've been, I've been using, I've been using Twitter since you've taken it over for the last six months. Okay, so then you must have at some point seen the you, for you hateful content. I'm asking for one example. Right. And, and you I, can't I, give a single and, one. And, and, and I'm saying, I, then I, I say, sir, that you don't know what you're talking about. Really? Yes, because you can't give me a single example of hateful con content, not even one tweet, and yet you claimed that the hateful content was high. Well, that's a false. No, what I claimed. You just lied. What? No, no. What I claim was. Uh, there are many uh, organizations that say that that kind of information is on the rise. Now, whether, whether it has on my feed or example. not, I mean, I, right, and Literally if you, you look at something one. like the, the uh, Strategic Dialogue uh, Institute in the, in the UK, they will say that. So you, they, Look, people will say all sorts of nonsense. I'm literally asking for a right. single example, and you can't name one. Right, and as, as I've already said, I don't use that feed. But let's, well, then how let, would you know? That I don't you, think this is getting anywhere. You literally said you experienced more hateful content and then couldn't name a single example. Right, and as I said, I that's absurd. I haven't, I haven't actually looked at that feed. I then how would you know this hateful content? Because I'm saying that's what I saw a few weeks ago. I can't give you an exact example. Let's move on. We have, we only have a certain amount of time. Um, wow. COVID misinformation. You Amazing. You changed the COVID misinformation. Has rules. BBC changed its COVID misinformation? The BBC does not set the rules on Twitter, so I'm asking you. No, I'm talking about the BBC's misinformation about COVID. I'm, I'm, I'm literally Has asking you about, you changed the labels, the COVID misinformation labels. There used to be a policy, and then it then disappeared. Why, why do that? 
Well, COVID is no longer an issue. Does the BBC hold itself at all responsible for misinformation regarding masking and side effects of vaccinations and not reporting on that at all? And what about the fact that the BBC was put under pressure by the British government to change its editorial policy? Are you aware of that? This is, a, this is not an interview about the BBC. Oh, so. you thought it wasn't? <laughs> and this, I see now why you've done Twitter Spaces. I am not a representative of the BBC's editorial policy. I want to make that clear. Let's talk about something else. You want I'm to talk about the BBC? You too. All right, let's, 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 talk about, let's talk about something else. You weren't expecting that. Yeah, let's talk about something else. This is James Clayton is his name. That's the BBC reporter. And I just a couple of things. This is how you handle people. You're like, Tom, you don't do this. This is how I always handle people. You're like, you're, you're, you're no big time, right? I know, I've got 414 people watching right now. I get it. Other people, you got crowd around, it's 40,000. I understand that. I'm just saying that I do I do pastor a church with roughly 1,000 people in it. So I do handle lots of people. You're sitting right here, Foundation Church, 13,000 South Trail, uh, South Tamiam Trail, Northport, Florida. Sitting right here right now in our podcast studio. That's what I'm all about, really, is church. This is all about end times prophecy. But this is how I handle people. I, I do, I make them, I'm like, name your Bible verse. You have something that you're really, you're, you're standing on. You're making huge decision on it. Name the Bible verse that you are making this huge decision on. Name the Bible verse that supports your theology. So he's asked right here, you, there, the, James Clayton alleges to Elon Musk that there's been a vast increase in hateful content on Twitter. Well, show me the tweets. I mean, Aaron and I are, Aaron and I, three of us in here. You got me, my producer, Aaron, associate producer, Will. We are always looking, cutting up tweets, downloading content i could produce you ask me right now produce the things that you espouse no problem i got 400 tweets ready to show you to prove to you what that which i'm espousing no problem what was that three years years worth of content all right over three years 15 days flat in the curve oh tons of content i'll this idiot shows up and listen i'm not an elon musk sycophant but i am a mild elon musk fan mild very mild. But I am a fan. Twitter has gotten better with him there. Still not perfect. Conservatives are still being bad. But this guy shows up. Whether you like him or not, we're all going to have to acknowledge that Elon Musk is a savant. He's a savant. Dude is brilliant. You show up and you're going to make an assertion that Elon Musk's $44 million purchase of Twitter has caused more hateful content to be espoused on Twitter. You, you would think you'd show up with some tweets. I mean, listen, I'm a tech idiot. I'm a tech moron. I can show up with tweets. This is what this idiot does? They're so used to having their boots licked and their butts kissed. And you just, all you need to do is throw it back in the face. Show me. It's just like the video you can bring back to me. So here's the thing. It's just like whenever we, Aaron and I showed this on the podcast where you had a, somebody standing out in front of Trump Tower, arrest Trump, arrest Trump, and you go up and say, for what? Uh, he, uh, he does exactly what James Clayton did. Uh, we're going to change the subject. Uh, we're going to change the subject. Hey, hey, ban assault rifles. Ban assault rifles. Okay, what is an assault rifle? Uh, 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 uh. Women's rights, women's rights, defend, to define a woman. Uh, 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 uh. They have no idea. They don't even know what they stand CO2. Ban CO2. Ban CO2. Okay, how much CO2 causes a problem? Name it. Uh, uh, they don't even know what they're talking about. Throw it right in their face. 
I do it all the time. I'm an expert. Woman comes up to me at the church. She's, um, I, I greet everybody when everybody leaves on Sunday morning. And she comes up to me and says, I had to take the vaccination. I said, no, you didn't. Well, if I didn't, then I didn't get to see my kids. Still didn't have to take it. You stole it right back on them. That's all you got to do. Well, it'll offend them. When did not offending people become more important than telling people the truth? And here's the thing too. What defines hateful content? I love what he said. He actually quoted something that I've been saying. I'm not claiming it. I'm just saying he quoted. Who's the arbiter of hate? Does hate mean that which you don't like? Hate, does that mean that which opposes you? Hate, is, is that what disagrees with you? That's hate. It's just like right now, everything, everything is a national security threat. Listen, everything's not, just because something's going to expose your malfeasance doesn't make it a national security threat. It makes it a law enforcement problem for you. See, life is easy. All right, let's switch to the FBI. Uh, mischief video former obama white house official is a witness here's the witness on the plane with joe biden on air force two a launch into the fbi listen to this play for me time a former obama white house official says he wants to testify to a federal grand jury because he says he has information about then vice president joe biden's role in his son hunter's business but he says the fbi has been ignoring him former obama stenographer mike mccormick joins us now mike thanks for being here you say you are a witness to a crime walk us through why you say that yes hi ashley hi todd thanks for having me sure so in in april 2014 i was an air force two with joe biden and jake sullivan at the time, no one knew that Hunter Biden was already on the board of Burisma Holdings, the natural gas conglomerate from Ukraine. Joe Biden is directing Jake Sullivan in the front of the plane what to say to the press. My job as a stenographer on the plane is to record what the vice president or a senior administration official says to the press. So I'm sitting back there with a the tape recorder. Jake Sullivan comes back and somebody asks him about fracking. The, his answer is, well, we're bringing a lot of American assistance over for fracking. Burisma was the direct beneficiary of that fracking. And that's what I recorded. And that's in a White House transcript. In the, in the transcript, you don't know who Jake Sullivan is. It's a senior administration official. I'm the witness that says Jake Sullivan is the guy who said it. And he should be investigated because at the time, Hunter Biden was on the board of Burisma, and Joe Biden is bringing American taxpayer money to enrich that company and himself and his family. Yeah, Mike, let me throw in a few dates here. Hunter joins the Burisma board April 18th, 2014. You have that conversation with Jake Sullivan April 21st, 2014, uh, outlining how the U.S. would help Ukraine's gas industry with Joe Biden's help. Hunter's role not made public till May 12th, 2014. And then in December of that year, Congress approves $50 million to support Ukraine's energy sector. So here's my question. Where's the FBI? So here's what here. Let's just make this very simplistic in 30 seconds. So Hunter Biden gets, jumps onto the board of Burisma, a fossil fuel company, a natural gas company, to be more exact, with what expertise and is receiving $83,000 a month, over a million dollars. That's what he gets. So he gets on this Burisma board on the, uh, I believe they said the 18th, or was it, can't remember. But it was like, he was on the, it was the 18th and the 21st. So he gets on the Burisma board on the 18th, 
And then three days later, now they decide, remember Joe Biden is on video, we've showed it here, banning fracking and wanting to ban fracking in the United States and promising in his campaign that he was going to ban fracking. Simultaneously, he is starting fracking, funding the starting of fracking inside of Ukraine. Now, who would benefit? So just to make it easy, Burisma, who has employed his son for $80,000 a month, is the fracking company. Joe Biden sends Ukraine, i.e. Burisma, $50 million for fracking, which he says he's against because of climate change. It's who these people are. It's not hypocrisy. It's hierarchy. They don't... They, climate change and their concern about fracking and fossil fuels is all just a vehicle to usher in their own personal totalitarianism while they continue to burn fossil fuels. All right, let's go to the next one. Canicola, the great video. Is that where I'm at, Will? Okay, good. Former DOJ uh, assistant uh, AG Jeff Clark talks about the FOIA documents that reveal the Biden administration ordered the Trump Mar-a-Lago raid. Where is the FBI? Where are you at, FBI? You have $50 million transfer inside the Biden family to, for Joe Biden to finance Hunter Biden through Burisma and the Ukrainian government. Where's the FBI? And here we go. Here's another one. The Biden administration illegally ordered the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Play it for me. They got FOIA information that shows that the Biden administration was lying about the White House's involvement in uh, the Mar-a-Lago raid. So, and they've sent follow-up FOIA requests as a result. But basically, here's, here's what uh, the rough sequence of events is, right? So January of last year, they get 15 boxes. NARA does the archives. They say there's classified information in there. Uh, they say they refer it to their inspector general. Their inspector general refers it to DOJ. And then, you know, NARA says, well, we just, you know, that was for DOJ at that point. And then, you know, in, uh, on August 8th, Mar-a-Lago gets raided, uh, you know, surprise uh, raid, and the world and the country is outraged. And, you know, the first story we got was, well, this was authorized by Chris Ray. I found a November, an August 9th story from last year saying Chris Ray authorized it. But then by the 11th, we had a change in that story. We had the attorney general indicating that he had authorized it, but they tried to maintain the line that the White House had nothing to do with it. Well. What these FOIA documents show is that the uh, Biden White House, working with DOJ, used a special access program uh, under uh, you know the the presidential records regime. Uh, this is in Title 44 of the United States Code to uh, allow these uh, documents to be looked at uh, and studied by DOJ. They should have gotten a separate subpoena for that, but instead they used this special access program, which the president can authorize. But the point of the program is that it allows the president to look at past documents if he needs it to govern his own White House as the incumbent. And there's no need for these documents. And there was no showing uh, that that occurred. You know, we have both President Biden and his spokeswoman, Karine Jean-Pierre, saying on tape back in August of last year, you know, they knew nothing like Colonel Schultz. Uh, you know, we didn't authorize this. That's all inaccurate. Well, it turns out that they did authorize it, Steve. That's the, the bombshell. They authorized it through this special access program and they lied about it. And then that caused NARA to lie to, uh, uh, to Congress about it. 
Um, and you know, this, the, the lies have cascaded, and indeed they're probably also built into the affidavit that was filed with the magistrate judge to get the warrant issued to uh, raid Mar-a-Lago, because I don't recall anything in there about use of the special access program. So whether it's a lie of omission or of commission, uh, I don't think that that was fronted to the magistrate judge who signed off on the warrant. They're all lies of commission. Very Again, I like to make this very simple so it's easy to repeat. Now I'm asking Aaron this, I'm asking Will. Who was it that said that what really happened was the exact same thing that Merrick Garland did with the National School Board Association, the NSA, where he sent them a letter asking them to send him a letter requesting that they look into parents speaking at school board meetings as terrorist threats. That's what happened here. You had the Biden White House solicit the National Archives for a request to look into the into, into Donald Trump's documents that he had in Mar-a-Lago. They solicited it through this special access program. I said this when it first happened down in August. I knew it. Demons always repeat themselves over and over and over again. The only way that Joe Biden has a legal right to look at President Trump's classified documents is if it's for him to govern his own administration, that there is an outright need, an explicit need for him to see these documents so that he can govern his own administration, not the country, his own administration. There was no need. So this is all patently illegal and borderline treasonous. And let me just let, let go to the next one for me. I'm going to try to motor through these. That, this, is, this is great. America First Legal. This is some really good stuff, and I'm going to motor through this. Thread. Records obtained from our investigation into the circumstances surrounding the Mar-a-Lago raid further confirm that the FBI obtained access to these records through a special access request from the Biden White House. Go to the next one for me. On August 8, 2022, the FBI conducted an unprecedented raid on Mar-a-Lago on the ground that potentially classified records existed there. According to press reports, Biden administration's aides, Biden administration aides were surprised to hear of the development. Go to the next one for me. However, the, the new records we obtained from our investigation into the circumstance, remember the person that we just heard from is former DOJ Assistant AG, Attorney General Jeffrey Clark is backing up what this is saying. However, the new records we obtained from our investigation into the circumstances of the Mar-a-Lago raid reveal the Biden White House and DOJ coordinated to obtain the Trump records and perhaps create a pretext for a law enforcement raid. So that's good enough. We don't need to go through the last seven. But I just, that's the thing. That is exact. I said that's what happened. I knew that's what happened. And that is what happened. It is an illegal raid based on false precedent. Based on a false launching pad. That's what this is. There is no precedent. They're, they're just, they just make up a paper tiger. They just make up something that doesn't exist. A false prerequisite. A false precedent that doesn't exist. It was illegal. Merrick Garland is a criminal. Christopher, Christopher Ray is a criminal. Joe Biden is a criminal. Susan Rice is a criminal. Ron Klain is a criminal. You know, they talk about wanting to smash criminals. They're, 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 who's better? The Gambino crime family or the federal government? They're criminals, absolute criminals. Just continuing on with the FBI here. 
EWTN News Nightly video, the FBI allegedly used an undercover agent to target leadership of the U.S. Catholic Church. Play for me. It is really hard to believe. Congressman Jim Jordan tells me that his office learned of the FBI action from an agency whistleblower. He went on to say that the evidence came from a memo out of the Richmond, Virginia office, but was circulated throughout the department. Now the Ohio Republican says the actions were a violation of the First Amendment. And just think about this past week, Sunday, that more Americans in church on Easter Sunday than probably any other Sunday of the year, there to celebrate the resurrection of our Savior, and to think that the FBI thought it was appropriate to have people inside the church while you're worshiping, while you may be talking to the priest, talking to your pastor. Congressman Jim Jordan tells me he wants to see the unredacted version of the FBI memo. So what was the FBI looking for? Jordan says what agents called radical traditional Catholics. But who they were going after were pro-life Catholics, pro-life people, pro-life people in the Catholic Church. You can tell because some of the footnotes talk about in the aftermath of the Dobbs decision. The Ohio Republican doubts his committee would have found out about this, much less stop it without the whistleblower's help. Just a month ago, Attorney General Merrick Garland testified that the DOJ has no anti-Catholic bias. Attorney General, are you cultivating sources and spies in Latin mass parishes and other Catholic parishes around the country? No, the Justice Department does not do that. It does not um, um, do investigations based on religion. I saw the document you have. What did it's you do about appalling. it? It's appalling. This week, Senator Josh Hawley sent a letter to Merrick Garland accusing the Attorney General of misleading lawmakers and is demanding answers. I contacted the FBI. The agency tells me it, quote, received the subpoenas and remains fully committed to cooperating with Congress's oversight requests. The agency then referred me to comments Director Ray made before Congress on March 8th. We do not and will not target people for religious beliefs, and we do not and will not monitor people's religious practices. That's, That's not acceptable. Congressman Jordan says bottom line, the FBI's actions show a pattern from parents being called domestic terrorists at school board meetings to pro-lifers like Mark Hulk being arrested after the Dobbs decision. So again, as this is a brilliant comment from associate producer uh, Hill, uh, Will over here, is that he just said, you know what they're going to do is they're going to say, you know, we have, we're conducting an investigation to our own malfeasance, so we can't answer any questions about our own malfeasance because we're investigating it, and it's an active investigation. We can't violate our own investigation. That's what they're going to do. We, we know that that's what they're going to do. They were putting people inside of Catholic churches. If not, if, 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 why? Because wherever, there, wherever there's a leftist, wherever, wherever there is a, 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 a Hitler, there's always a Goebbels. There's always a Gestapo. So they're not the Goebbels. They're the Gestapo. You can't have people living. You can't have these pro-life Catholics. Because if you, if, you, if you allow these pro-life Catholics to stand out in front of, of abortion centers singing how great thou art... Somebody's life might be saved. We can't have that. We got to have all these people. We got a good 2 million a year. We got to keep dying in abortion mills every year. Sponsored by ourselves is what the globalist left say. And we got to keep that going, baby. Go to the next one for me. Oversight Project tweet. New docs we obtained for show how FBI equates protected online speech to violence. According to the FBI, using terms like based or red pills, Red pill are signs of radically or ethically motivated violent extremism. Red pilled or based is violent extremism. 
Words are violence is what I mean, I guess. I guess that's going to later transfer into oh, looks are violence. All right, go to the next one for me. Jack Posobiec tweet, breaking FBI sent undercover agents into Catholic churches to investigate domestic domestic extremism. Breaking FBI. This outreach, by the bottom I'm reading, this outreach plan even included contacting so-called mainline Catholic parishes and local uh, deaconson uh, leadership. That's what the FBI, don't worry. I know we have a 40% increase in felonious crimes. 107,000 Americans dying of fentanyl overdoses every year. But don't worry, the FBI has infiltrated the Catholic Church. Well, that's great, isn't it? They're raiding Mar-a-Lago, arresting pro-life activists. Look at what a great job they're doing. They're nothing, nothing but brown shirt. They're nothing but the brown shirt Gestapo for the Democratic Party. And I want to tell you this before I leave. Listen, there's people out there that are making fake accounts of me. I want to just tell you a couple things. If they, if they refer to Jesus as Yeshua, it's not me. They say the word shalom or all that. I don't use the, I, I speak English. It's not me. If they're asking for money, it's not me. Do I ever ask you for money? So when you see these accounts, I've already had one person who got fooled into it and sent them $1,000. It's not always going, is there, how many followers do I got on Facebook and such? Foundation Church is 20-something thousand. I have 10,000 followers on Facebook. It's not me. If you go over and it has all my name, my pictures, and my producer Aaron says they even go back and take your pictures so it looks like you have two weeks worth of content. If they've got 14 followers, it's not me. So please don't get fooled by that crap. We're dealing, we deal with it all the time. There's no way. Well, we don't deal with it all the time. We deal with it sporadically. Don't be fooled by these people. And they say, yeah, same when you see Foundation Church. We do not solicit money online. We'll never get a message from us saying, we have a special need. I don't believe in giving to needs. I believe in sowing and reaping. Not, you know, we have a need right now. We really need you to give some money to it. I, I hate that crap. I believe in sowing and reaping, not needs-based giving. So it's not, I just wanted to put that out there. All right, listen, closing right there. We got, Listen, I've got some videos to follow that you've got to see. About 90 seconds worth of advertising. Stick around. I call it advertising. A little video clip of me preaching and like us trying to pimp some t-shirts. That's it. So hang around, watch these videos. 411 people on our various platforms. Love you all. Back here for 55 minutes of fury on Saturday night. And listen to this. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then. And do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Love you all. God bless you. See you next time. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness. Why are you making big decisions? People make life-changing decisions for themselves, for their kids, for their future in the midst of blindness. Because ask yourself, was I, have I ever done the due diligence that's adding? Then why are you making decisions? You're operating in pitch black. You don't know what's an open door. No, there was an open door. It was an opportunity arose. It's a way that seems right to a man. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying, do you know? the Holy Spirit confirmed to you that you're making the right decision. Dating that person, this job, this opportunity, whatever it may be. Have you fasted? You crucified your flesh, you operating by your feelings. It's a great opportunity. See it all the time. Opportunity does not mean righteousness.
If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lively podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt. 